you're listening to the Mental Detox Podcast, and I am your host, Leslie Flores. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. If this is your first time listening, I am so glad that we are connecting, and I hope you come back for more. Today, I want to talk to you about a topic that we don't often talk about openly, but it's something that, in my opinion, a lot of us are experiencing, and my purpose is to be able to talk about it, to bring awareness, and to make connections so that you can actually reach out if you feel that you need to. So I want to talk about anxiety, and I want to introduce you to the three phases of anxiety, las tres caras de la ansiedad. And many of us are aware of what it means to have anxiety or what it means to be anxious. You've probably experienced it along your life, you know, when you were going to your first day of school or going on that first date or, you know, waiting to speak to someone on the phone and you felt, you know, those sensations in your body. So we are somewhat familiar with what it means to experience anxiety, But in my opinion, there are a lot more symptoms, a lot more signs, a lot more sensations that are related to anxiety that we don't talk about. And so you go through life wondering, what the heck? Why are you feeling all these things? And you never find out or you, ha you haven't found out that it's because you're having some type of anxiety. So that is a purpose today, to give you that awareness, to bring that kind of clarity so that you can start managing your anxiety if you are experiencing it to any level or to any degree. So because anxiety is such a wide topic, we just It's impossible that we can talk about it, you know, entirely in a 20 to 30 minute period. There is so much to it that we really have to kind of pick and choose, right, where we're going to start and how it's going to follow. So today we're going to talk about those symptoms, those signs of how you can recognize, how you can see anxiety, how you can feel anxiety in your body so that you can start managing it. And Anxiety does not show up equally for everyone. I have to put that out there because what you might be experiencing as anxiety, someone else might not ever have experienced it. So anxiety is completely different in everyone's bodies. Even, you know, in children, it shows up completely different. So we have to be open and we have to be honest with ourselves when we're checking in with our bodies because that one thing that you might think is just you know that headache you know because you didn't you didn't drink enough water there might be more to it and so opening up this conversation to exploring some of these symptoms that are also related to anxiety might be that first step you know for you or anyone in your life to start managing anxiety so that you can live a better balanced life. So learning to recognize how it shows up in you is that first step. And the first thing, what really is anxiety, right? What is it? Because we talk about it and we're always mentioning it somehow, you know, it, like lately it's become a hot topic. Like a lot of people are being more open and more honest about their experience with anxiety But not everyone is aware 
what it really means to to be having or to be experiencing this type of anxiety or these type of symptoms. So let's start here. Let's start with the very basic. What is anxiety? Putting it simple or in a best, more, the easiest form of explaining it, anxiety is the mind and body's reaction to a stressful or a dangerous or unfamiliar situation. So anxiety is your body's natural response to stress. It's that feeling of fear or that apprehension about what's going to happen or what could happen. You know, when you show up to your first day of school or when you show up to, to a job interview or when you're about to start a new job, you're preparing a speech, you're anticipating you know, everything that could go wrong, you're thinking about the future, you're planning ahead. So thinking about what could happen can be anxiety producing. And nowadays, living through a pandemic where our physical health, our financial stability, and our human connections are being threatened by, you know, this virus and everything that's happening, that could be putting us without being aware of it, in an anxious state. And you might not know, you might think that, you know, not being able to sleep at night is completely normal because, well, you have insomnia sometimes. But all this pandemic, you know, everything that's happened in our world the past couple of months could have, very likely have, put you in an anxious state. And so we need to dig in and we need to find out how you can recognize anxiety showing up in your body. And I have to say that a certain level of anxiety is definitely helpful sometimes because it helps you stay alert. It helps you stay aware. It helps you prepare. If you're going to take a test, you obviously prepare, right? You study, you dedicate that time. You, You prepare yourself because you're feeling anxious. You know you have to get ready. So. It definitely helps to have a a slight manageable level of anxiety because it helps you stay aware. It helps you stay alert. Let's say you went out on a hike and you come up with or you face, you see a wild animal. And so anxiety is going to show up, right, to alert you that there is danger, that you have to respond and that you have to either run away or fight the bear, whatever you choose. So anxiety shows up and it has all of that response or your body's natural response to that moment. So your adrenaline is running, you know, you're alert. You think of anything that's going to keep you alive. So it's definitely an ability triggering response in a sense. So you're in a dangerous situation, you're in an unsafe place, and your anxiety is going to work for you, right? It's going to help you come up with the best plan to keep you alive. So it's that survival skill. And as human beings, we have the amazing ability to think about the future. We think of these things as if they were already happening right now. 
And we do so to help us plan ahead, right? To come up with solutions to any potential problems that may come up, you know, in in that trip or as you're going to work or while you're at work. So we're always thinking ahead. We're always planning ahead so that we can be prepared. And anxiety shows up to point us to those potential bumps. It shows up and it tells you, you know, what if you have a flat tire on the road? What will you do then? So you start planning. You start coming up with all of these solutions before the problem is even here. And think about it. It's an amazing tool when we're able to come back in or when we're able to go there, think ahead, plan ahead, and then come back to the present and enjoy the moment that you're living in. But sometimes we have that problem that we don't come back. We don't come back from problem solving that future problem. We stay there. And even though we are in a safe place where we don't need to be thinking of, you know, any potential dangers or any unfamiliar situations, we don't come back to the safe place And so our mind stays there in the future, problem solving. And so we're stuck feeling anxious and we're stuck feeling all of these sensations in our body that we struggle turning off or shutting off. So when anxiety shows up, of course, it has a purpose and it has the purpose to help us problem solve. But sometimes we get stuck there. And so anxiety triggers that emotional and that physical response that sometimes we don't need in that moment because we are in a safe place, yet our brain is problem-solving future problems. And so we think and feel as if we were in a danger zone. So although anxiety could be purposeful, sometimes it's damaging and sometimes it's debilitating. When we are in that safe place and you're still wondering, right? Like, oh my gosh, why am I feeling like uh, like super uneasy? I'm just like, you know, I can't relax. I don't know how to turn it off. You know, I don't know how to just sit down and like feel calm. and Right now, the times that we are living in, we have a lot of information coming at us from every, like every person around us, every channel, you know, that we click on, any like news outlet, there's a lot of information coming at us. So the same response that you would have as if you just like saw a bear, you know, walking toward you when you're on a hike. It's the same response that gets triggered when you see a news headlines or, you know, you hear about a potential, you know, layoff in the company or you hear that someone that you, someone in your family, you know, could be um, or could have COVID. So, The same response, the same adrenaline, the same problem-solving skill that you would have as if you were in a dangerous place 
that's the same response that gets activated when you see that, you know, headline or when you see that news article or you're scrolling through Facebook and you see a post about the elections or a coworker shares with you something they heard about, you know, potential layoffs. So anything that comes at us could trigger that anxiety response as if we were in danger in that exact moment. So that's why it's important that we learn to recognize when that's happening so that we can come back to that safe space where we are at at the moment and so we can turn off that stress response so that we can manage that anxiety. Like I said, anxiety is such a wide topic to study. I mean, I could go on and on about all of the different, you know, situations that could trigger you and all of this information that is out there about the topic. But I want to focus on creating awareness of how anxiety shows up in you or how it might be showing up for you, how it shows up in your body, how it shows up in your mind, and how it shows up in your relationships. So anxiety has three faces to it. Like I said, it's not a two-faced thing. Like it's actually a triple face thing. Anxiety has three parts to it. Three major areas that you can see how it's how it affects those three areas. The three faces, the three parts are one, your body. So any physical sensations that you could report, you know, as physical symptoms. Two, your mind. Those mental struggles that are internal, that are, you know, that part of you that takes place in your mind. And number three, your behavior. So the way you show up in your relationships, your performance at work, the way you connect with others. So that ability to connect with people and your ability to perform in any area of your life. Those are the three phases. Those are the three parts. Your body, your mind, your behavior. So anxiety, you know, it doesn't just show up and like impact how you think or how you feel. But it extends and it impacts the way you connect with people, the way you interact with others. It definitely impacts your relationships with your family, with your coworkers, with your friends, with your loved ones. So That's why it's important that we pay attention to how our behavior is changing if we are experiencing any level of anxiety. So I'm going to give you a list of symptoms, a list of signs that could show up when you are experiencing anxiety. And I'm going to start with the physical symptoms. So those physical sensations that you can easily tell a doctor, you know, I'm having this pain or I'm having this discomfort. So those are the physical symptoms, anything that happens to your body. So headaches or feeling lightheaded, feeling dizzy, having nausea, 
sweating excessively, you know, just sitting down and you're sweating for no reason. Muscle tension, especially around your neck area and your upper back. Any muscle aches that are just unexplainable, that you haven't pulled, you don't remember pulling a muscle, but it hurts. Stomach pains, diarrhea, shortness of breath, chest pains, or just chest discomfort, like pressure, insomnia, and overall sleep problems. You either can't fall asleep, or when you fall asleep, you can't stay asleep for too long, or you don't sleep enough because there's a lot in your mind, so you don't get that restful sleep. Racing heart, you know, just feeling like you just ran a mile. Ringing in your ears. Hot or cold flushes. Tingling in your arms, in your legs, in your fingers. Shakiness. Having a dried mouth despite, you know, drinking water and staying hydrated and still feeling that dryness in your mouth. Loss of appetite having itchy skin or rashes, or having excessive hair loss. Some people break out a lot, so acne shows up, um, or just feeling numbness in, you know, specific parts of your body, and feeling fatigued, like you just can't get enough rest and you're still feeling too tired. Those are some of the physical symptoms that Some people have reported, um, you know, there are not experienced by everybody, but a lot of these are easily spotted in someone who is experiencing some level of anxiety. Then there are the mental symptoms, the ones that are internal, that are only in your mind as you think, as you process information. So anything that's happening internally in your mind. And that is inability to focus, poor concentration, like you struggle really like to just pay attention or you're procrastinating more, you know, than before. You're just not doing things. You're procrastinating You're worrying too much and you worry about little details. You fix on those small details and you worry excessively. Or you're probably having memory problems, you know. You're struggling to remember things, to to retain information. Overthinking, feeling afraid. Or avoiding, you know, people, avoiding places, avoiding tasks because they produce that like uncomfortable feeling. Feeling confused or having intrusive thoughts. So those thoughts that just don't go away. And even if you're doing something else or you're trying to get distracted, they just keep coming back and then they don't go away. Or your future telling. You're thinking about the future and trying to predict anything that could go wrong so that you can fix it when it hasn't even happened yet. You might be having nightmares or just feeling overwhelmed throughout the entire day. 
or you find yourself being very moody and just having a lot of mood changes throughout the day or being hypervigilant. So you're always watching for danger. You're driving and you're watching for danger. You're going into your home and you're watching for any potential danger. You go into the grocery store and you're vigilant to make sure that there is no danger around you. Or you're feeling on edge, like anything can just make you snap because you're not rested, you're not relaxed, and anything can just get you. Those are, again, only some of those mental symptoms that can help you determine if you are experiencing some type of anxiety. And then we have the behaviors. The things that we do, you know, in our relationships or at work or things that we used to do that we don't do anymore or things that we're doing now that we didn't do before. So being more irritable, right? Like anything upsets you, like you just snap, you're ready to snap on anyone. So you're more irritable or you have lack of patience with people. You're you're not as tolerant as before, or you're very short, right? Short-tempered with people lately. Feeling disconnected. Really can't seem to feel that connection with others. And so being more of a lonely person because you're not connecting with other people. Being more aggressive, overreacting over little things being on the defense all the time, so being super defensive, or you're doing, you know, nervous habits like biting your nails or fidgeting, not feeling present, so your body is here, but your mind is just constantly wandering off, you know, thinking or overthinking, or you're projecting your fears to other people, making more mistakes at work or at school, or your lost interest in activities that you used to enjoy before and now you struggle to to get out there and and engage in those activities or you're too busy so busyness helps you keep distracted and so you do everything and anything you can get your hands on so that you don't think about the things that are making you feel anxious You can't relax, you know, you sit down and you feel uneasy and you just, you tap your foot and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go crazy here. I have to get up and do something. You pull away from people, get quiet or get too quiet. So you're not laughing as much. You're not talking to people as much. And you're always looking for any dangers around you. Again, These are just a few of the symptoms that are usually present when someone is experiencing any kind of anxiety. And there's probably many more, right? And the list goes on and we can sit here and talk about it all day. Everyone is different. Anxiety is going to show up differently for you than it shows up for me. For me, it's the dried mouth the tingling in my fingers, the headaches, the intrusive thoughts, 
um, the sleep, you know, not getting a lot of sleep at night, being hypervigilant, being irritable, pulling away from people. Those are things that I'm unaware of feeling anxious because I'm busy, so I don't have time to, sometimes I don't have time to stop and think about how anxious I feel. But when I start to feel that, like, my mouth get really dry, I know, like, oh my gosh, like, my body is telling me to stop and pay attention. So because I've, I've created that awareness, I know how anxiety shows up in my body. When I start to feel my, you know, my mouth really dry or I start to feel that tingling, you know, in my fingers, I have to stop. I have to stop what I'm doing and I have to pay attention to what is happening that's making me feel unsafe, that's making me feel triggered. So what does your anxiety look and feel like? Seriously, pay attention. Ask yourself, what does it feel like for me to, when I'm nervous or when I'm scared or when I'm thinking about the future, what does that feel like in your body? What does that look like to you? We are living through a rough season. You are at some point going to experience some level of anxiety. It's part of our survival skills to detect, you know, danger, to problem solve. So you will most likely experience some of those sensations throughout your life. These times are very triggering. A lot of things are happening. A lot of anxiety-producing circumstances are happening. So we have to be aware and we have to know how anxiety is showing up in ourselves. You are not alone. Being aware of those symptoms, of those signs of anxiety, is the first step to managing through these rough times. Anxiety can be a guiding post. Seriously, it can help you. It can guide you so that you listen to your mind, so that you listen to your body and know what's happening so that you can manage that anxiety. So use it as your guiding post. You are not alone. Like if you find yourself feeling debilitated due to the anxiety that you're experiencing, please reach out, reach out to a friend, reach out to a mental health counselor, reach out to someone because not doing it alone is going to make it easier. It's going to help you succeed in managing that anxiety. So you are not alone. You don't have to fight the darkness, this darkness by yourself. Not anymore, at least. I am here for you. And I mean that, like, I'm serious. If you are struggling with any kind of anxiety, please send me a message on Facebook, on Instagram, email me, text me, whatever works for you. But please don't do this alone anymore. If you want to connect, you can find my email address on the episode notes, which is, you know, hello at leslieflores.com or you can send a text and the open line for text messages if you want to get a hold and connect with me is 
2347575. I'm going to say that again. 7072347575. You are not alone. You don't have to do this alone. Anxiety is real. Anxiety is normal and it can be managed, but don't do it alone. Thank you for stopping by today. Please leave a review and head over to www.lesliflores.com to learn more about the Uniquely Confident School, an online community of faith-driven women determined to manage their mind and live confidently.